Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Fuel to Thrive podcast. Now, first of all, before we even get into today's episode, if I sound nasally, if I sporadically cough throughout this episode, well, I would like to make an announcement. I, Emma Clark, have officially got COVID. Woohoo! Look, I shouldn't really be celebrating this, but like, I finally got it. In the two years that COVID has circ- circulated this universe, I have finally got the freaking COVID-19. Um, I officially got COVID yesterday. I'm recording this on a Friday. So December 8th, 2022 is the official day I got COVID. So yeah, it's crazy. It's been a crazy week, guys. A crazy week. Both of my parents got COVID on Monday, so I was just bound to get it because... I'm a close contact. I currently live with them. Isolation was just really out the window for all of us. So I was just like, okay, I'm just bracing myself to get it. And bam, here we are. Finally got it. And honestly, I feel okay. Like my energy levels keep going up and down. Of course, I kind of feel a bit nasally. I do have a cough and everything like that. Um, But today I've been feeling pretty good. Yesterday was an absolute shit show. But today, today I'm feeling really good. Um, So yeah, I wanted to put that out there first in case you were wondering, um, Emma, you sound really different. Or Emma, what the hell is wrong with your voice? Why do you sound so blocked up? What the hell's wrong? Here's my explanation. All right. So in today's episode, I really want to talk about eating out. And I know this is going to be really, you know, timely if you're listening to this as the episode drops. You know, it's the festive season. Christmas is really, really approaching, might I say. Oh my God, like where has December gone? And, you know, I love Christmas. Um, I love this time of year. You know, things start to slow down a little bit. But also eating out, festivities, parties, gatherings, occasions involving food are increasing. And so in today's episode, I kind of want to sit down with you all and kind of, you know, explain the concept of eating out, why it is such a big part and why it should be included in your, you know, day-to-day, everyday living, in your lifestyle, and kind of distinguish what an unhealthy relationship with eating out looks like. And I'll go into detail of some common thought patterns, behaviors surrounding like a really unhealthy mindset and approach to eating out, which is very common with someone who, you know, has disordered eating, even if we're pushing it further to, you know, eating disorders, um, all of that sort of stuff, but also what a healthy relationship with eating out looks like and, you know, a way and an approach in which we all should be striving for, right? To have a healthy mindset and to be at peace with eating out. Okay. And so, yeah, I thought this would be a really fitting, uh, fitting topic because we're in the festive season. Woohoo. But first, ladies and gentlemen, but first, I need to give you all a recommendation for the week. I have recently, because I have so much free time on my hand right now, I'm at home, you know, finding things to do because I can't go anywhere. I have found my old stash of books from when I was, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, and I am in current need of something to read. And then all of a sudden I saw the Divergent series, I was like, oh, okay. Like, had a moment where I was like, have I actually finished the Divergent series? Did I fully read the Divergent series when I was 13? The answer was no. I only got up to book two, and I don't even think I finished book two. 
Um, so I am on the quest right now and I am rereading Divergent. Um, seriously, I am literally going back to my childhood this week, my teenage years. It's It's been great. It's been bringing back all that nostalgia. Um, but yeah, picked up Divergent, forgot how good it is. Like, if you guys haven't read Divergent, which, you know, probably listening to this, you might because it has been around for a while and it is, you know, a young adult teenage, you know, classic. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. And this time around, I am going to finish the full three books. Um, so, yeah, that's my only recommendation for this week. Other than that, let's jump right into today's episode. So... We all know that eating out is a very common behavior, okay? It's something that we all engage in to some point. Some people do it more than others. Some people don't, you know? I know that, you know, we all have it a part of our lives in some way. Um, But some of us don't have the best relationship around eating out. And that's what I really want to touch on in today's episode. And, you know, some common thought patterns and behaviors that unfortunately are commonly normalized. You know, all these disordered behaviors around how we approach eating out are unfortunately normalized. And so one, that's just really disappointing, makes me really angry. But two, it's so understandable because so many of us are led to believe that we need to do X, Y, and Z in order to, you know, earn and deserve this meal out and to quote-unquote prepare to eat out when in reality guys you don't need to prepare yourself your body to eat out because it's no different to just simply eating at home a regular meal you know it's something that we've just placed on a pedestal in a sense as well it's just like whoa this scary scary thing and you know I know it's this really really scary thing if you are in a place or you come from a place of a really you know messy complicated relationship with food Um, going a little bit deeper, like down the eating disorder route, okay, the approach to, you know, in healing and recovering to allow yourself to eat out again, that is scary. And I I understand that. I went through that myself. Um, But I'll touch on that a little bit more later in the episode. But what I particularly want to touch on now is some of the disordered behaviors and thought patterns and approaches that I see commonly and praised around eating out and the number one thing that so so many people do and it's just it really just this is what drives an unhealthy relationship with food is the the making room for the meal out saving up calorie banking if we want to use those terms okay That whole concept now is normalized. We've normalized, you know, not eating all throughout the day in order to go out for dinner with friends and eat this meal that we really want. When we really just sit down right now and think about it, can we kind of get a glimpse of how messed up that is? Like we're just depriving our bodies of food throughout the day in order for us to deserve and eat this meal, eat out, like, huh? It just, when we really just sit down and think about it, it really doesn't make sense. But to give some more context to this, you know, concept of calorie banking, saving up, making room for, you know, eating out and going to gatherings and restaurants and all of that sort of stuff. Usual 
usual behaviours involved restricting of our intake, so our food all throughout the day. Um, but it can also look like over-exercising. So, you know, increasing our exercise load before we go and eat out in a social occasion, that sort of stuff. Um, so it can kind of go two ways. Again, it's to do with the energy because, you know, when we eat, we're consuming energy. When we exercise, we expend energy. Okay, so for example, you know, you might not eat breakfast, you might not eat lunch, you might not eat any snacks in the lead up to going out for dinner with the girls on a Saturday night, you know. It could be cutting out certain food groups as well. If you know that you go into an Italian restaurant and, you know, that's carbohydrate overload for you because you know you might not have that really good mindset around food and just feel a bit guilty and shameful when you do eat large amounts of certain food groups, you might intentionally and purposefully cut out carbohydrates the entire day in lead up to past the night, you know? And again, with the exercise, you might increase your exercise load for the day. You're like, oh, I know I'm going to eat out today. I know I'm going out tonight. I, I, I like, I, I need to do more, which, but like just saying that just really grinds my gears. You don't need to do more to earn the food that you want. Okay. I do want to really, really preface this, that this type of behavior is not normal. Okay. I really want to make that clear. Saving up, making room, calorie banking, restricting yourself, skipping meals, cutting out certain food groups, adding in extra exercise to your usual routine, routine over-exercising, okay? This is not normal behaviors around food, okay? This is disordered behaviors around food. I really want to make that clear, okay? I really want to make that clear um, because, like I said, this has become so heavily normalized. All right, and this is also important reminders as we are in this festive season now that, you know, you don't need to skip meals into the lead up of Christmas lunch, okay? You don't need to cut out, you know, certain food groups days leading into Christmas and you don't need to exercise extra hard, okay, Christmas morning, all right? Now, there are actually a few, a few effects with saving up and making room and calorie banking in a sense there are effects to this and i'm going to run through the list of them right now number one you are more likely to be hungrier than normal if you restrict yourself throughout the day if you save up and that sort of stuff okay because you know a reduced energy intake or an increased energy expenditure however you you know compensate or whatever is likely to increase your hunger okay and as we know, and as I've talked about within this podcast as well, restriction leads to increase in hunger, increased in overeating, okay? The, like your hunger signal, your ravenous state, again, if we restrict ourselves for longer periods of time, okay, it's only going to drive you to eat more than you normally would after just like a regular day of eating, Okay, so for example, you know, you don't eat all throughout the day into lead up for dinner. By dinner rolls around, you end up eating way more than you anticipated because you're in such a ravenous state. Okay, you just feel like you're just hungry and hungry and hungry. You just, 
you're shocked that you actually can't believe you're eating this much. As a result of that, though, here comes the guilt, here comes the shame. What do we do again? Oh, we go back to square one, we go back to restriction, okay? By, you know, saving up, by calorie banking, by, you know, quote-unquote making room for the social meal, okay, you are very highly likely to be hungrier than normal, all right? Restriction leads to sensations of overeating, all right, eating than you normally would. Another effect this concept has on our bodies, on our health, on our well-being, is that you are more likely to be preoccupied with food, okay? Again, if we are not eating enough food, our bodies are going to do some crazy, crazy things to tell us like, hey, we need more food, we need more energy over here, all right? And food preoccupation is a massive one. And again, this is something that is quite normalized in our society is just having food and you know, what we're going to eat and that sort of stuff always on our mind. That's why, you know, people who tend to be under eating and under fueling watch a lot of what I eat in the day videos, 10,000 calorie challenge videos to fill that void of not eating when in reality, they just simply need to go eat something. Then that food preoccupation will just go away. All right. Hunger in a sense drives that food preoccupation because our bodies are simply not getting enough of it not getting enough energy, not getting enough food. All right, this food preoccupation in a sense as well is a result of denying ourselves of food and restraining ourselves from food earlier in the day, okay? So if you're going about and, you know, restricting yourself in order to save up for this social occasion, this meal you're going to have, you know, you're going to be so consumed by food because one you're not allowing yourself to have it you're denying yourself of food okay food is going to be constantly on your mind our bodies can go only for so long without getting energy all right and again if we link it back to the last point this food preoccupation can actually drive us to eat more than we're actually hungry for all right we're just circulated back to that thing again so it's really, really, really important that we just simply do not restrict ourselves from food full stop. All right, thanks for coming to today's episode. <laughs> Jokes. But can we see can we see how one restriction has such a profound impact on our health, our mindset, our well-being, but how, you know, the concept of saving up just so you can enjoy a meal out really doesn't pay off in the long run. All right. It's not a healthy behavior. It's not a healthy behavior. Now, if you are in a place where you think that eating out is bad, it's quote unquote naughty. Okay. Which is very, very, very common within this diet mentality, this diet culture. We're often or people often perceive eating out as a really bad thing, when in reality, guys, it's a normal part of living. It's something that, you know, should be in our lifestyles because, you know, as I've talked about plenty of times within this podcast, food is more than just fuel and nourishment, okay? Food, you know, helps us celebrate, well, Christmas, for example, Easter, birthdays, 
make memories and eating out has a large part to do with that celebrating our culture being expressive oh tremendous more things okay but this is also linked to that all or nothing mindset and i did do a whole podcast episode around you know is there really such thing as good and bad foods and i do touch more on the all or nothing mindset so if you are interested in listening to that scroll down or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on check out that episode i don't know what number it is um but i highly recommend i really enjoyed doing that episode but let me just go back a little bit so if we go into this social situation this social occasion with a meal involved and if we have this mindset you know saying oh this is this is bad this is naughty i'm doing such a bad thing okay our brains is only going to drive us to make the most of it until it's gone okay again that all or nothing mindset ah just screw it you know woohoo diet's out the window (laughs) you know just go all in i'm never gonna have this opportunity again you know oh i just might eat everything all at once now because i don't know when i'm gonna get the opportunity to do so again oh i'm being so bad let's be reckless can we kind of see this mindset the language we're using around food number one i'm literally disgusted by the words i've just spoken about food because you know yes i used to speak like this around food but i'm just so like i've you know i've done the work i've healed i've recovered i've you know i'm in a such a good place with food right now that this type of language just makes me want to vomit <laughs> in a sense okay if we keep okay if we keep having this mindset if we keep using this language around food okay this cycle this all or nothing cycle this restrict binge cycle can develop into something more severe if we regularly keep doing it okay something more severe i'm talking like you know leading into eating disorder territory which i'm not going to get into too much detail now but just be aware like this common language this common thinking behaviors surrounding the all or nothing mindset letting loose screwing it la 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 being you know perceiving eating out as being bad and naughty okay if we keep this up it's going to perpetuate into something more severe later down the line and honestly guys it is simply just fueling an unhealthy relationship with food okay the whole concept of you saving up restricting yourself making room you know calorie banking all of that sort of stuff exercising too much or just unnecessary amounts in order to eat out okay is only fueling that unhealthy relationship with food and if you are looking at improving your relationship with food okay these are behaviors that you might want to stop engaging in and you might be thinking emma that's easier said than done look i know i've been there okay that's why it's really important to seek out necessary help support from a team combining nutrition professionals gp psychologists all of that sort of stuff so you can be on your merry way to have a healthy relationship with food okay small steps but you will get there all right there is seriously nothing wrong by going out for a social meal eating out there is absolutely nothing wrong okay i really want to make that clear as well there is nothing wrong it is a normal part of living a normal part of living 
it's a normal part of our social lives too. Spending time with family, spending time with friends, celebrating Christmas, celebrating birthdays, going on romantic dates. That's a massive one. That's something I haven't talked about. But, you know, as you guys know, I don't have any romantic relationships or endeavours in my lifestyle. And will I ever? No. So that's why I don't talk about it on this podcast. (laughs) Um, And another thing as well, you don't need to earn your meal out. You don't need to earn it. Okay. You don't need to exercise triple the amount overexert yourself in order for you to enjoy the meal out just because it has you know maybe a little bit more food who the hell cares who the hell cares if you're not able to sit down and enjoy that meal because you're too worried about what's in the food you're unsure what's in the food you're worried that has too many calories or you don't know the macros it's not going to fit your macros okay highly highly suggest you reevaluate your mindset, your relationship with food, okay? Because let me tell you, that's not a healthy relationship with food. And most of those, if not all of those things, are disordered eating habits and behaviors and thoughts and languages. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. So a healthy, a healthy, self-compassionate relationship with food, guys, all right, allows the practice and the inclusion of mindful social eating occasions, eating out, okay, without disrupting or disturbing your normal intake, okay, you can eat a meal out without needing to compensate or earn it, all right, a healthy relationship includes eating out, a healthy relationship with food, should I say, not a healthy relationship in like an actual romantic relationship with food, just to make that clear, all right, without disrupting a thing, nothing, okay, what about the times where you don't even know if you're going to go out, okay, are you going to change anything then, maybe it's a last minute decision with your partner or something or with your friends, Hey, you want to come out for dinner tonight? Oh, sure, let's go. Or you're going to be like, oh, sorry, um, I haven't really prepared to eat out tonight. Can't come. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be person number one who's eager to go out to eat, to spend time with their friends, family? Or are you going to be person number two who's afraid to go out to eat because they haven't prepared for it? They're not too sure of what's on the menu or what food's going to be there or you you haven't restricted yourself all day just to earn that okay see the difference i want you all to strive to be person number one who is at complete peace with eating out because it's normal it's healthy it's a healthy part of a healthy relationship with food now i kind of want to do touch on and give you guys some tips and advice on what it actually looks like to have a healthy relationship with eating out and steps that you can take especially leading into this time we are in right now because maybe you've got some work christmas parties happening right now you know you've got christmas lunch with grandma or maybe you're just having you know christmas with your friends having like a dinner and that sort of stuff i don't even know whatever you do to celebrate this time okay here is what you can do an approach and how you can approach, I should say, 
eating out. And, you know, remember, this is a normal part of living. It's normal. It's healthy. And you should be able to enjoy it, to be present with it. Okay, so number one thing is maintaining your regular food intake and your regular day of movement, exercise, all of that sort of stuff in the lead up to that social event. So what that means is not going out and restricting yourself all day, not needing to go exercise way beyond what you can handle in order for you to enjoy that meal. Because you won't even actually enjoy it, to be honest, because you are going to end up probably be more hungry than usual, leading to maybe overeating, then leading to feeling shame and guilt and etc. etc. Okay, so eating like normal in the lead up to the meal, okay, depending on what time it is as well. So eating breakfast, eating your snacks, lunch, snacks, then having your dinner out or however or whenever or what the hell you're doing this festive season okay same with movement okay not going out doing a 10 kilometer run when you've never done a 10 kilometer run just so you can earn christmas lunch okay doing whatever you normally do if you don't want to do anything that's fine if you you want to stick to your training plan that's fine all right but maintaining that regular that regular pattern all right super 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 important next point give yourself permission to eat the foods that you actually do want to eat okay don't feel like you have to eat the foods that you normally typically do while you're at home okay if you want to order the pasta order the goddamn pasta all right again it's kind of playing into like the safe foods mentality only eating foods that you deem safe okay give yourself permission to order whatever it is you want off the menu eat whatever it is at the party the grazing board okay give yourself permission it's okay to eat different foods than what you normally do at home it's totally normal that's the whole reason why we go out to eat, right? So we can eat different foods. I mean, that's why I go out. Actually, sometimes I do go out just to try like a dish that I make at home to see if they do it better or I do it better. Look, guys, sometimes I make the dish way better than the restaurants. So hmm. anyways, but a whole part of the reason why we go out to eat is because one, we probably can't cook as well as the restaurants and the chefs and whatever. And we want to eat differently. We want to try new foods. And going out to eat allows us to do that, right? Especially if you are a big foodie like me who is constantly, you know, making recipes and just coming up with new things to make. Like, going out to eat just gives me a really good source of inspiration. And a creative, like, flush of like, whoa, oh my god, I didn't even know this was possible. I didn't know this combination would work. I didn't even know this meal existed. I'm going to make it at home. Okay, give yourself permission. Number, number two point. Anyway, I don't even know what point we're on right now. Number three, point number three. Allow yourself to actually enjoy the experience of eating out. Okay, that's a really big part of, you know, being mindful, mindfully eating. Okay, this also is 
going to become easier for you if you're not so caught up in that, you know, that anxious anxious mindset of, oh my God, I don't know what's in this food. I don't know how many calories this is. Uh, I don't know, like, do I need to burn it off tomorrow? Do I need to exercise more tomorrow? La, 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 la. Okay. Find a way to remove that chatter out of your brain. Okay. Sit down, sit down with the meal. It's going to be so much easier if you have people around you because, you know, you can socialize with them, you know, make you feel more at ease. Okay. Sit down with the meal eat it mindfully and just taking the whole experience because you probably have experienced that eating out is such a different vibe okay find a good place to eat out too if the restaurant has like cool live music or if you're at a cafe and it's just like just such a vibe like vibe can mean so many different things like just i'm just visualizing these really cool aesthetic cafes right now of course that's a vibe but you know italian restaurant it's kind of got that dark you know, moody lights or whatever. I'm just making up shit right now, honestly. <laughs> um, but just be so engulfed into the experience. Okay. Enjoy the entire experience. Take it all in. Take in all the food. Take in the surroundings. Take in the company. Okay. I can tell you what. Do you really want this year's Christmas to be a time where the only thing you could think about was, oh, like, I really shouldn't be eating this because I, you know, I, it's not good for me. I, I'm cutting back on this. All that, you know, diet culture mentality bullshit. You know, worrying, oh, I need to burn off extra. Oh, I feel so bad. Oh, my God, I can't wait for New Year's. Start that, start that detox, start that cleanse. Blech. Disgusting, disgusting language. Okay. Or do you want to actually enjoy Christmas this year? Do you actually want to take it all in, spend time with your family, spend time with your friends, enjoy the food, enjoy whatever you guys do to celebrate Christmas, okay? Again, food is just so much more than the nourishment, than the fuel, okay? It involves spending time with family, spending time with friends, making memories, celebrating special occasions like Christmas and that sort of stuff, okay? Look at the bigger picture, all right? And a final point here. Know that you can eat out whenever the hell you want and that eating out is always going to be an option for you, okay? So if you struggle with the concept of needing to eat absolutely everything that is in front of you because you are so unsure of when you're going to be able to eat again or eat out again, should I say, like, oh my God, this is such a special occasion, like, got to eat all the quote-unquote bad food I can now because I don't know when I'll have access to it again or, you know, all of this messy negative mentality around food, you know, you guys can actually stop, stop eating when you actually truly feel satisfied, okay, depending on whatever food you decide to have, but just remember, like, you can eat out whenever you want, it's always going to be there, so you don't need to feel like, Oh my god, this is it, this is it, this is it. Last chance, last chance type mindset. You know, which is very common if, you know, when someone goes on this really restrictive diet, the last the last day, you know, that that sensation's like, all right, eat as much as you can, because tomorrow you're just not gonna eat a damn thing. Okay, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with eating out, okay? Remember, you are allowed to eat out whenever you want. How often you want, again, 
everybody's lifestyle is different. Everybody's financial situation is different. Everybody does different things with their, with their lives, with themselves. Okay. You don't have to feel like you need to eat like everything in sight because you feel that you will never be able to eat that particular food again or never be able to enjoy, you know, this experience again. Okay, you can stop when satisfied. That's a really important thing to remember. It does take some time to implement. Okay, so don't beat yourself up if you feel like, oh, I don't know. like I'm not getting this, Emma. I'm not getting this. It's okay. It's okay. Just affirm to yourself and just remind yourself, like, I can enjoy this food at any time, at any moment. I can regularly visit this cafe and get this off the menu and try something new another day. I can stop when I feel satisfied. This food's always going to be here for me. All right? Oh, I think that is all I have for today's episode. Um, Look, guys, you're an absolute champion if you listen to all of this with my crappy voice. I honestly... No joke, I did kind of get shortness of breath throughout recording this episode. Um, So, you know, if you heard me heavily breathe or just my voice was just like, I apologize. I didn't want to let you guys down this week. I really needed to put out a podcast episode and I love podcasting. You guys are the absolute best in the world and I didn't want to let you down. COVID is just not an excuse, you know. whatever whatever but seriously if you enjoyed today's episode if you took anything away from today's episode definitely let me know okay send me a dm tell me your thoughts give this i was gonna say give this episode a thumbs up no this is not youtube you can't give this episode a thumbs up but what you can do is if you enjoyed it you can always screenshot it and tag me on your stories you can send it to a friend who you know you feel might need this reminder today um actually yeah that's a really important recommendation Emma go me if you feel like someone else in your life needs to hear this today surrounding eating out send this to this episode recommend this episode to them okay um you can always rate and review the podcast itself that always helps out the podcast um as always as always um and yeah I think that's all I have oh and if you are interested in work with me okay because if you didn't know you can actually work with me you can either book in a consultation initial consultation um just a reminder though I am taking a week off throughout the Christmas period so from December 26 to I think Monday or Tuesday the second or third again my dates are just all over the place but I am taking a week off from work so just keep that in mind I will not be available for consults and you know doing all business related activities in the last week of 2022 so if you are looking at you know booking in a consult to close off 2022 off the right foot so you can kickstart 2023 off on the right foot highly recommend booking in a consultation ASAP so you can avoid the 2023 rush okay because there are like spaces are being taken up quite fast and if you are looking at receiving additional guidance support and accountability with your nutrition I do have one-on-one nutrition coaching available Um, and if you want to start in 2023 I highly encourage you to inquire and apply now so we can get that all sorted before 2023 rolls around 
Um, if you would like more information on all of these things, definitely, definitely check out the show notes below on my website, on my Instagram. You know the drill. Um, but other than that, I think that's all I have for today. Um, I really hope you guys, I mean, there is going to be one more episode before Christmas. So I'm like, have a great Christmas guys. But like, there's going to be still one more episode that goes out before Christmas. Um, but I hope that you are enjoying this festive season so far. And I hope these episodes that I have been producing in the last couple of weeks have been helping you with that and navigating this festive season the healthy way. Okay, because I, for one, this is something that I definitely needed, especially this time last year as well. If Because I look back now and I'm like, whoa, Christmas, me, last year, Jesus, chuck her out. That's really fitting, is it? I said Jesus as I said Christmas. A whole completely different person. I literally want to cry. Um, but Christmas this year, one, I'm not working retail for the first time in five years, but two, this is going to be the best Christmas ever and I'm wishing that for you guys too um but yeah thank you so much for listening today I hope you enjoy the rest of your day night morning evening wherever you are whatever time you're listening to this and I will speak to you guys next week peace out